You know, I was so used to doing everything on my own. I was so used to just feeling like I have to do it. I have to prove that I can do things. And I think a lot of women think like that, that we have to just do it all. I realized like, yes, with partners, you can grow so much more. You can, you can go and do more things. Without Fear of Her Future podcast is for women who are passionately pursuing financial freedom using multiple streams of income in real estate to accomplish their goals. We are here to empower you to be brave, dream big, and design a life that you love that inspires others to do the same. I'm your co-host, Andrea Ingstrom, a real estate investor and business coach and co-founder of The Partnership for Realtors. And I'm here with my co-host, Teresa Todd, founder of the Women's Real Estate Investors Network and author of the best-selling book, Without Fear of Her Future. Over the past two years, Teresa has had nearly 200,000 join her masterclass where she teaches women how to become successful real estate investors. Hey, Teresa. Hey. Oh, my goodness. Um, our listeners are going to love our guest today. Consistency, compromise, and flexibility are pillars in a trustworthy business relationship. And that's exactly what Mima and Sandra have found. In this week's episode, we're going to learn how this powerhouse duo has created a culture of trust through hard work and pulling their own weight, sometimes more than their own weight, <laughs> all through consistently looking for opportunities to help each other shine. So welcome, Sandra and Mast. Hey. Hey, good afternoon, ladies. Thank you very much for inviting us this afternoon. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here with well, you. Well, I know that our listeners are going to love hearing from you too. So tell us where you live and a little about yourself, where you were from, where you were from originally and where you live now. Okay, I was born and raised in Bogota, Colombia, South America, and now I am living in Florida, Boca Raton. Wow. And I was born and raised in Lima, Peru, and uh, I live in Coral Springs, Florida. Oh my gosh, that's incredible, incredible. So how close are you two to get right now? How, how, how far away from y'all do y'all live each, from each other? We're probably about 20 minutes okay. very close from each that's other. That's awesome. Yes. That's awesome. Well, tell us a little bit about what life and your career looked like before you met. Well, I have been a real estate agent for the past nine years, but I always have been having part-time jobs because I'm a single mom and I am always trying to look for more income to bring home. So that was what I was doing before that. All right, Sandra. Yeah, yeah. right before we met, I had actually just quit my nine to five corporate job as a VP of project management for a company. And I was just kind of ready to start my own thing. So I was technically unemployed. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Awesome. And um, tell us how you met. What, what made you decide that you wanted to partner with each other? We met through the um, mentorship. Uh, we, I approached Sandra. We decided to have uh, breakfast, and we met. So since then, I guess we have a connection, and we start, you know, getting together. I guess. Yeah, yeah. We we learned how you know powerful marketing was, and 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 the volume that you can do for more than one person. So we mm -hmm. say hey, let's just start doing marketing together. And that's how we decided to start the partnership. 
I love it. And you joined, you two, I met you because you were in the same master class and joined the mentorship with Teresa at the same time that I did. Right. Yes. Oh, so I love it. So we've we've been able to be get very close over the last um, year and a half or so since since we joined, and it's been such a delight to see what you all have accomplished together. You're one of those successful partnerships that I always point to um, when people ask about partnering. So um, tell us about where you invest and the type of real estate investing that you've done together, and then if you've done anything individually as well. Well, we invest in Florida, and I have been doing things by myself. My first deal was a wholesale, and I got uh, $12,000. And then after that, we have been doing it with Sandra. And so far together, we have six properties. It had been one wholesale, uh, four flips, and one rental property. Awesome. Yeah. And how about you, Sandra? <laughs> so besides the ones with Mima, I have done uh, three wholesale deals myself in the amount of $70,000. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I actually has also partnered with my fiance. We had uh, we flip a property together and we are right now renovating a historic home we are planning to keep. Oh, nice. All right. That's, That's fabulous. incredible. Incredible. I love that the two of you met inside the Women's Real Estate Investors Network, not, you know, not knowing each other, but have created such a powerful partnership made a lot of money together and will continue to make a lot of money together. I want to ask, how do you find your deals? What type of marketing have you, you know, has been working for you? Since the beginning, we were doing mailers uh, with postcards and letters and still we are doing it. And I think for us that had been working very well. Yeah. Yeah. We did try. We have tried a little bit of everything, to be honest with you. We have done door knocking together. That lasted about two weeks. <laughs> hard. I don't know how you did it, Teresa. That was hard. Um, we have done text messages as well, cold calling. Um, and I'm a big believer of bandit signs. If you know my story, yes. my wholesale deals were from a bandit sign. So I still do that, um, you know, Every other weekend, not as consistent as I used to because, you know, mailers is our main, main campaign right now. Okay. You can't tease, tease our listeners <laughs> about the, the story about the banded sign wholesale yes. deal. So share that, share that story with us, Sandra. What happened? Sure. That was within two months of joining the mentorship. And uh, it was, I was doing 40 to 50 banded signs per weekend. And I know Teresa says, you don't do it alone. But I was like, if I don't do it alone, it's not going to get done. So I had to just do it. <laughs> <laughs> and you know we i i went there in every single uh, plaza in every intersection stop the car go around put the sign go back into the car and um yeah my first uh, lead from that bandy sign was someone that needed to sell the house her uh, father passed away and she was ready she was ready for an investor to come and get that house in long story short that that assignment fee was sixty three thousand dollars Woo! That is incredible, incredible. So that is one of those signs. If you're listening, that says we buy houses, we close fast. You know, close. We pay cash, close fast. That you see out. So that is how she made that first sixty three thousand dollars by putting those out, and then, um, yeah. Now they're doing these deals with mailers, which is so much simpler. 
so much simpler. They literally just send out mailers. So what about, a? is there a specific list that you're sending these mailers to? <laughs> yes, we do probate and it, it really worked for us. Yes. Okay. So probate is someone who has inherited a property. Um, it could be a spouse, a grandparent, mother, you know, somebody's passed away and left um, and left a piece of property. And so y'all are going in and creating win-wins with these families and making a lot of money together. So do you do your marketing um, jointly or do you each bring property to the table and decide which ones to move forward with? How, how does it work? So we typically, we decided to do the marketing jointly first. And then, so we do like every month, you know, we send postcards. So we get the leads every single month. And that's kind of a system we have ongoing. Um, but also if we run across a property, you know, uh, Mima has been a real estate agent for, for a long time. So sometimes she gets those pocket listings that are, they're sometimes good deals and we will analyze them together. She will bring that on the table. Sometimes I will run into a, just a really wholesale deal that I'll, that I find and then I will like let's analyze this together we want to keep it uh, so we have combined both of those things mm -hmm. love it awesome okay so I I love the I love both of your accents and I know our <laughs> listeners Teresa has quite an accent as well yeah, this is, uh, if nobody's this, noticed this one is probably hard for a lot of people to listen to because so many accents going on <laughs> No, but I, I love that you all have such diverse um, cultural backgrounds, um, but but it's there, you also, it kind of is something that you have in common. So how do your cultural backgrounds play into the dynamics of your relationship? Yeah. Well, definitely, I have to say that because we are Latinas, yes. we were raised in South America both, um, we kind of share the same, uh, you know, uh, how you say, um, yeah, the same values and similarities. Uh, so for us, it's very easy to connect. Mm -hmm. uh, we are warm people. We are very friendly. And I think, yes, definitely have been helping us with our partnership. Yes. Awesome. Um, well, tell me about some of the experience that you've had in the partnership that has allowed you both to develop trust because that's such an important part of it. And I know that, you know, you all, when you have things in common with people, like you come from the same area or have some things in common from your background that can build trust. But what have you all done to build trust in your relationship? Well, at the beginning, it was a leap of trust. Mm -hmm. uh, definitely. I think that, that for me, that's what it was. Yes, I think like as we started to get to know each other, it was the little things for me specifically, right? It was, hey, can we meet that day at that time? And can we come up with a postcard design? And just seeing how committed we both were that every single time we were going to meet that deadline, we were going to come up with ideas and we were just very um, serious about what we were both doing just made me feel like I can trust her. And, you know, it's just all the way now to we have both gone out of the country while having a flip in the mid, you know, in the midst of everything. And I know 100% that she has everything and she knows that she can trust me completely and I, I will be, you know, able to to handle that. So that's that's how far it has come. Yeah, oh, wow. yeah it's amazing. Wow. So it sounds like it sounds like showing up when you say you will show up, doing what you said you would do. Um, in some of those little things leads to big things like one of you being able to, and I, I, I can't tell you how many business owners 
a wish they had someone that would run things while they're out of the country or on vacation and be able to truly like let the let the business run itself. But you've developed a partnership in just such a short amount of time where you have that level of trust with each other. And that's, that's so exceptional. So we so much admiration for that. Yes. Yeah. For, for us really work, you know, well, sometimes I remember Sandra got COVID one time and definitely we were not seeing each other, but I was taking care of the business and that happens one to me, I got COVID and then she was taking care of business. Mm -hmm. So it's really um, relief to think that you have somebody covering your back. Yes. You both are just so delightful and and you just look like a the perfect duo for a partnership. You know, you're just both so so amazing. So, but what does compromise really look like like when you're designing a flip? I mean, who really decides which tile and which color of paint and all the things? I think that's our best part of the whole project or transaction because we really enjoy it a lot. Uh, we always agree of the design and when it's time for shopping, we both go shopping at the same time. <laughs> and it's funny because sometimes, you know, I like things and sometimes she likes, so we give each other sometimes, okay, we pick this one. Okay, you t- this time you pick one. <laughs> we always agree and uh, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, That's yeah, amazing. I feel- yeah, I feel like we just understand what was the same goal that we have in common, right? So if she feels so strong about a bath mat, like I'm going to have, you know, I'm going to give it to her. Like <laughs> you can choose that. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I, we, we understand what's important at the end of the day. And we, I think we're both have the same mentality that, hey, it doesn't matter what you like. What I like is is about what the majority of people are going to like in this house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so we do have that mind of like, what is the majority going to like? You know, neutral colors, you know, something that is just fun, but it's just that, that it's transitional. So in between. And I think also we kind of have the same taste. So when we are shopping, we focus on the same thing. Oh my God. Yeah. I was thinking about, oh yeah, me too. Yeah. I like it. (laughs) That's so great. Yeah. You know, you know, you all know before I got into real estate investing, I I had an advertising agency and one of my clients said the smartest thing to me. And it reminded me of something you just said. I asked him, I said, what's your favorite color? And he said, I don't know. Don't ask me what my favorite color is. Tell me what my client's favorite color is. <laughs> yes. Tell me what my yeah. client's favorite color is. That's what I want my, my, that's my favorite color. So uh-huh. when you're picking, it's like, it's not, sometimes it's not about what we like best. It's what's going to, what's going to serve our client. Who's going to buy that property in the end. Right. Yeah. Sometimes we put on the chat, we have a chat of Florida ladies. And sometimes when we are doubting, we put on, the chat, all the pictures, and we let the ladies vote. And yeah, see the re- response that we have from them. Yeah, that is great. fantastic. I love it. Okay, so what are the top three things that are important to you when it comes to building a trustworthy relationship and a business partner? Well, for me, definitely is communication. Mm-hmm. It is be open minded and support each other. Yes, yes. Communication, I will say, is key um, in order for us to to understand, you know, what we both want. Um, then understanding each other's goals, I think, is so important as well. Mm-hmm. Because you know, if if you want to do wholesaling or you want to do rentals, like understanding what each other's goals is going to be key as well. And um, 
yeah, I think uh, personality, you know, I talk to Mima more than I talk to my family, more than I talk to my fiance. <laughs> like we wake up and I'm like, I haven't talked to her in two hours. Like something is wrong. So you, you have to like the person. So personality, yes. and really you like each other. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that makes me so happy. Yeah. Yeah. I am so glad that y'all have that relationship and that you're finding so much success together. Yes. And I, I know some of our listeners are probably wondering this, but yes, Sandra and Mima speak Spanish to each other. They were talking in Spanish before we started the show. Um, but I think that, you know, there's there's something really beautiful, too, about being able to be comfortable with each other and to both both of you are bilingual and to be able to have that comfort level. If you can't think of the word in English, you can always just switch over. And um, so that's I think that's such a cool part of your relationship. Has that has your your Spanish served you when you're meeting with um, homeowners as well? Have you been able to serve people that speak Spanish? Yes, I think. Yeah, we, we do. But you know what? Uh, it's amazing. Most of the people that work for us are those uh, contractors. Oh, yeah. I would say that 60, 70% of they, them are bilingual. I mean, they yes. don't even speak English, to be honest yeah. with you. Yeah. 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 So that's that's a plus, I guess. Yeah. Absolutely. I, yeah. I, I always encourage um, women that are are joining our network or that are getting into real estate investing. I have so many that will say, well, I just, you know, I, I don't even speak English as a first language. I don't know if I'm going to do well. And I always think of you two because you're doing so fabulously. But also, I, I always encourage them that it is such an asset, especially yeah. like with what you said, is that you it opens so many doors to work mm -hmm. with different, with people from all different backgrounds. And I, like I would be sort of, I speak a little bit of Spanish, but I would be pretty lost if I had to try to explain what to do on a construction site to someone that doesn't speak great English. And so you have such an advantage, and I love that you're able to use that. Um, well, tell me, tell me about, you know, how you, how your partnership works when you're, when you are getting a new property under contract or you're figuring out what the, you know, who's going to own what, like is, how do you guys decide what the split is? Is everything 50, 50 or like, how do you decide that? Well, definitely we do our joint venture contract first of everything, because we uh -huh. want to make sure that we both are protected and uh, then depending on the most regulations of our homeowners associations, we decide if that property is going to be on my LLC or Sandra's LLC. Yeah. Oh. yeah we okay. Let's just, let me, let me just mm -hmm. slow that down for a second. So because of the, because of certain HOAs, so explain what you just said. Why would sometimes it be on Sandra's versus yours, Mima? Uh, sometimes associations require, for instance, uh, that the owner has to be 55 and older. That's my case. So Sandra wouldn't, she couldn't do it without, you know, my 55 and older. So don't <laughs> go on my name. And yes. sometimes we just think, well, this time is yours, your, your turn. So uh -huh. it's under her LLC, but it's another good choice. You know, she, yeah. she's not going to be stopping because of that, because probate, if you think about that, there are so many old people and they died. And so many of those properties are in, in communities where they are 55 and older. So that had been also a plus in our yeah partnership. I love it. And I think so many of us don't think about this. And I, th I think that one of the best things um, that you can do when you're looking for a great partner, um, I, I mean, I think it's great to find people with things in common, but also look for people who have 
uh, you know, are different. And so talk about, I mean, we've talked a little bit about how similar, how, what are your similarities, but um, talk to us about how you're different. Like what is, what is it that is different about each of you that makes it, makes you even stronger together? Yeah, you know, we talk about that because it's funny. We we don't think we would have never met each other uh-huh. unless it was part of this mentorship, right? I mean, uh-huh. we have about, I think, like 30 years difference or so. So I don't think anything that we would have done in our, you know, uh, free time would have ever crossed paths. Uh-huh. Um, and, and we were talking about that because we don't actually hang out over the weekends. <laughs> She's very outdoorsy and she likes to boat and she likes to do, you know, she has totally different hobbies that I do. Like, I just like the movies and I like just, you know, like to travel and I like different things than, than she does. Uh, but I think like the compliment as well, right, is like one of those things that she can relate to other people that I can probably. Mm-hmm. And then I have other different type of people that I will relate better. And we do when we are first talking to people is like, you know, I think it, I think you guys have more in common. Like, go ahead and take this one. <laughs> I love it. That's so powerful. So yes. powerful. Yes. Well, tell us about how, and you said you don't, you don't hang out much on the weekends because you all have different interests, which is, I think makes also for great partnerships too, is to have diversity of ideas and experiences. But how has this relationship between the two of you helped you in other areas of your life? Like, have you taken anything from this partnership that has impacted your other relationships or in other ways? Well, definitely uh, for me, yes, I have learned a lot uh, from Sandra uh, she is very smart, but especially she is very generous. So, you know, she's always there for me. And uh, that's a good compliment, at least for me, because uh, I know she's there for me whenever I need, for whatever I need. And that makes you think that, yeah, it's possible, you know, to have a partnership, a successful yeah. one. Oh, yeah. thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You know, I was so used to doing everything on my own. I was so used to just feeling like I have to do it. I have to prove that I can do things. And I think a lot of women think like that, that we have to just do it all. But if you want to be truly successful, and I will never forget when we were at at Life Rain, where Justine and uh, Kelton were talking about partnerships and the powerful and, and how they couldn't be where they are unless they had those partners. I realized like, yes, with partners, you can go so much, mm-hmm. you can grow so much more, you can, you can go and do more things. So that has allowed me to, to see beyond that and, and, you know, build more partnerships. I love it. Mm, that is so good. That's good. Well, you've both done some amazing things. So what are you most excited about working on next? And what are your goals for the future? Well, with the market changing, like I said, it's um, it's changed. I think flipping is not the moment to do that. So we are focusing more in wholesaling and finding properties for rent, either short-term or long-term or mid-term. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think that's great. I think that's great. That's what I'm concentrating on. I think it's going to be a fantastic season for us to acquire rentals and short-term rentals. I'm so looking forward to this next season for that reason. You know, I love all the seasons. I mean, we were, when everything was going over asking, it was flipping season. And if you were smart as an investor, you were making a lot of money flipping houses. But like you said, that's slowing down. And so um, I'm like, I'm concentrating on rentals and short-term rentals. So I love that. Okay. Well, 
We like to ask our guests for three takeaways. So what three things would you guys advise an investor or entrepreneur who is looking to be brave and grow or is perhaps feeling stuck where they are? I think the most important thing is to take uh, courage and start doing it. That's one thing. Another thing you need to educate. You need to uh, hear all the classes and everything. Another thing that I think helps is just uh, go to networking, go to events. Every time I any event comes in my hand, I always uh, forward to Sandra. Sandra, we are going to this event. We are going to this event. <laughs> I drag her and now she's doing it with me. And I think that's important because that opens so many doors. Yes, it So does. that will be the three things that I those are three great takeaways. What about you, Sandra? Yes. I think my first thing is is what I did when I just started is I was working as if I, if I was unemployed, which I was, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> By choice, but I was. So I always tell people like just have that mentality even if you have something, you know, to a job to go to and you know you want to leave that just just do everything as if this is it like yeah. there's yes. no other Love way it. you have to make it um my second thing is going to be uh, learn you know either podcasts or books but just make sure that you're taking actions because I, I heard somewhere where it says all the books that you read, they, they become just an activity or just something unless you are actually doing an action out of those. Yeah. So make sure you are actually taking actionable steps of everything that you are learning and get a mentor, get a coach. I mean, if we see everybody that is so successful, whether it is an athlete or, you know, like singers, everybody has coaches and mentorships so do not take that for granted get somebody that has done it has proven it and uh, that that will take you your to the next level well i love i love seeing the two of you together um and and what you've been able to accomplish is really inspiring so i know there's so many women that um that i think are afraid to step out and do this all by themselves and to see how a really cohesive partnership built on trust can work. Um, I think you have found what so many women want. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just want people to know that it's not by mistake that you you took the action to show up and to a group of like-minded people and found someone who happened yes. to be close by to you and, and built a partnership based on trust. And you did that very intentionally and you showed up and did what you said you would do. So kudos to both of you. Yes. And so thank proud you. of both of y'all. And thank you so thank much you. for being here. Yes. Absolutely. Well, Sandra and Mima, thank you so much for everything you shared today. On behalf of the Women's Real Estate Investors Network and Teresa Todd, I'm Andrea Ingstrom, encouraging you all to be brave and dream big. <laughs>